Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. You don't want to leave us, you know, single-handed. Well, fucking good for fucking him. <laughs> 26 is well above 14. I think so. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to check the math <laughs> on that one. Where was that one turn ago? <laughs> 23 again is... Is that the sequel to 18 again? Yes. Snakey, snakey, eggs and bakey. You know how genius tends to be pretty chaotic and messy? No. Hi everyone, the Disembodied Voice is under the weather, so Mrs. Disembodied Voice will be introing the show today. The Long Game 2nd Edition is this weekend, running from Friday, June 21st through Sunday, June 23rd at Porterstaff Games in Burlington. The Long Game 2nd Edition is a benefit put on by Gamers Against Alzheimer's to raise money for Alzheimer's research. We'll be there Sunday at noon recording a live episode, and there'll be plenty of other fun stuff to do besides that. So come by, say hi, and help us roll the dice against Alzheimer's. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the party finally bested Science Master Quailar in combat. Knocking him unconscious, Cassian, Eowyn, and Ildov set about investigating his workshop. Yarfik held back by Quailar, and as soon as his companions were out of sight, he took out his hand axe and quickly slit the Science Master's throat then joined his friends as if nothing had happened. Meanwhile, Cassian and Eowyn were sifting through Quaylar's mountain of research when Eowyn heard a small alarm go off in her head, alerting her that someone, or something, had entered the area in front of the library. 
And that is where we pick up. Ildov is at the window, keeping an eye on the snake creatures in the courtyard. Yarfik has just entered the room. There's a snake creature lying down flat on the, the floor uh, under suggestion. And Cassian and Eowyn have collected all of Quaylar's papers together and are loading them into the bag of holding when the alarm goes off in Eowyn's head. What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> People! Uh, uh, my, my alarm! The, there's someone at the door. There's someone um, coming up the coming up the stairs right now. We've been discovered. Oh. Uh, Do you know how many someone? I don't. I, all I know is that it's been tripped. Um, okay. I could cast clairvoyance. My only concern is if it's those people coming up from downstairs, they might be bringing that eye monster, and then it maybe could see your clairvoyance spell. That's we don't true. Quaylar knows that. Mm. But I was thinking, why don't we just? We have the door barricaded, right? Hands up who thinks they can do the best Quaylar impression. Oh. Yarfik uh, raises his hand. I'm my I, it's probably me. <laughs> does your, oh, I don't does know. Your are you sure? Does <laughs> your voice, too? Or do you have to, like, fake a voice? Oh, good point. I don't really remember what Quaylar's voice sounds like. I do. It's sort of like this. What do we think? Is this a good impression? Is he Russian? <laughs> yes, he does have a Russian accent. I think something okay. sort of like I mean, he's that, not, yes. like... He's from not like, actual Russia, but right, because actual Russia. Russia doesn't exist in this <laughs> yeah. uh, universe. Yeah. He was transported I mean, from the real world. Minor illusion can be used as an audible imp- can be an audible illusion. Ah, but it's confined to a space, not a right. Okay. I, I, I didn't think it could be used for like complex speech. Like, maybe oh. a couple of words. I don't know. Right, I could yeah. be wrong about that. Sam, what's the deal with that? Um, I am looking it up right now just to see, like, what disguise self will do. I think it's just appearance. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Yeah. Uh, disguise self, you make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person look different. Uh, you can see him one foot shorter or taller. Can't change your body type. But it is just a physical illusion, essentially. Um, Wait. So it, I think that's disguise self, right? Yes, which is what. Oh, Ildolf oh, that's do. what you were looking up. I'm yeah, sorry, we which is what I can words. do. But I also am quite skilled in performance and deception. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to Rochambeau for it? What? Do you want to Rochambeau for it? I think we're both about equally skilled at deception. Oh, so. true. Well, you know what, friend? I'll let you take this. Oh no, you know what? Why don't you do? You know what? You know what, Ildov, you do it. You are a better liar than anyone I've ever met. And I, I hate to see you fight. Compliment. I hate to see you two fight. I'll do it. Uh, and, <laughs> no, but I'm, and I'm giving her a bardic inspiration for that. Oh. So thank now you. you can do it, and you'll have advantage if you want it. I'm sick of all the arguing. I'll do it. No, you're no. Not. Ildov, <laughs> just let me stand on your shoulders so I'm tall enough. What, we're not going to let him, know them see us. I, we're going to talk through the door. My shoulders are rather thing. fragile. Wait, we're going to talk. Through the we're gonna keep the door closed. Through this and we're door. Yell at them in Quaylar's voice. No, the, the the outer door to the armory. Area. Oh well, if we're just oh, yelling, okay. then you can do it. Well, I, I sort of already <laughs> gave you. Some, uh, aren't you feeling sort of uh, inspired to uh, to do a great job at it? I don't know. Yeah, you know, I guess I do. I feel somewhat inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just thought that you know I, I thought that my pep talks were kind of like were like a good thing. I, I thought that that was sort of what what our team counts on. Your pep talks? I, I gave you one. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's... Folks, we don't have much time. Okay. Let's well, go. Well, let's just see. I mean, we don't have to yell out something right away. If they knock. Yeah, if they knock. knock. If they knock, we'll talk. Okay. Okay, so... Okay, so, so we're we're going out there. No. That door's barricaded. This door here. That, that one. That one. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we have to go out there. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Just uh, tell them just, 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 uh, just real quick on the way. I, I feel like I've got to tell y'all something. Um, Quaylar's dead. Oh. Why? Really? Um, I could have sworn we just knocked him unconscious. Uh, yeah, you did. Um, I slit his throat. Yeah, fuck. Uh, we can argue about it later. We've got something more important to do right now. That sort of thing is a party discussion. Okay, well, so Quaylar's dead. at least you succeeded this time. That's something. Thank you. Then, wait, where is his body I don't think again? that really changes our situation, but he's so out that's in that. His, in okay. Yeah, what's on the map is where you oh, all are Oh, I see. Right okay, now. okay. We want to stop them from getting in the armory. Yeah, so we can talk about it later, but why don't yeah, we go. just go? Okay. Hey, remind me again, Yorfik, um, what is Ashia the god of, again? <laughs> she's the goddess of life. Life, right. But that's, she's, I just to make sure she's also that. the goddess of justice. And he was a really um, bad guy. Cassian, the dude cut off your hand? I, I Mine too! Well, yeah, also Yarfix, but... My hand is right here, and I hold up I hold up the severed hand when I took the hand. I don't know why you would say that <laughs> okay. it's gone. Let's, it's just keep, right here. let's just keep moving. So you all uh, leave Quaylar's workshop, see the body, which is now in like a pool of blood, step around it, because you don't want to get your shoes dirty. Prestidigitation. <laughs> you clean it up? Yes. Sure, yeah. So Eowyn casts Prestidigitation really quickly, just cleans up all the blood. Uh, that's there already. There's more to come still. But you all walk through uh, the armory, or probably, you know, healthy jog, I would say, through the armory into the den and then through into the library. And you can see that something is pushing against the doors. You can hear the sounds of, of effort on the other side trying to push. They're not currently... They, it doesn't look like they're able to get through. Those two chairs together seem to have formed a pretty good barricade. But they've clearly noticed that the door is barred. Uh, who's okay. there? You're not going to use a voice or anything? Who's the one that's... Is, who, is this who's your... Who's there? <laughs> uh, roll deception. And you are welcome to use your... Advantage? Your, uh, well, it's not advantage. Oh, it's not it's advantage. bardic inspiration. Oh, oh, yeah. You get a D8 you can add probably to it. Probably might want to. I think so. You probably might. 15? Oh, yes. That is a 15. Okay, 15. What? I, all I did was smile. <laughs> <laughs> you chuckled quietly to yourself. That's fair. I did do that. Um, science master? Yes. <laughs> yes. What's going on? Why is the door barred? I, uh, uh I needed, uh, privacy. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, heard the, the breaking of your window and saw the Naga become distressed, so we came up to make sure all was right. What happened? Well, all is, is good now. Okay. Do you require help cleaning up? Oh, no. I roll insight, because I can hear this person talking. Yeah, yeah. They're shouting insight the to see if they're believed. Uh, 14. <laughs> they, they sound suspicious. Yes. All right. Uh, tell me, Science Master Quaylar, what was it you asked me to do this morning? <laughs> uh, you I... recognize this person's voice, I should it's say. Fazra. This is Fazra. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, do I know what he asked him to do? No. No. Can I uh, detect thoughts? I I whisper to I whisper to Ildov. 
just go go arrogant with it. To get act like you're mad that she would dare to test oh, you. Oh, okay. I I don't know why you're asking this. I'm uh, I'm asking because I can't remember, and I want to make sure that I do all that you require. Well, if you can't remember what I ask you. All right then. <laughs> if that's how you want to play it. I draw Aja's tear. It's like what at the door. I draw a little bird. And. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Quailar is drawing blood. <laughs> um, and at that, the, uh, the, the two chairs in front of the door start to, they just like jerk back once and you can see that the door opens slightly. It's only about mm-hmm. like four or five inches or so, but it, it's not closed anymore. Mm-hmm. Are we in the line of sight of it? Uh, of, not of the opening of the door, no. It's not oh. even large. It's not big enough yet for anyone to get their head through or anything like that. Um, you can see the door is opening because you're in the room. What's the height difference between me and Quaylee? How tall are you? Quaylude. Quaylude. Um, Qu- how Quail tall under am glass. I? Good. I imagined you being like 5'6", five, 5'7"-ish. Five, yeah, something around there. Yeah, he's he's about six feet tall. So, so less than half a foot. Okay. So you could disguise yourself. So I self. can, okay, so I'm going to dis- cast disguise self so that I look like... I ready a firebolt just in case it's the eye thing yeah. that sticks its eye through. Okay. I'm leveling my my sword at the door, but but staying out of sight. And I'm gonna say in my best impersonation of, um, um, oh my God, Elder Zone, uh, from the mirror. I'm gonna say, cease this impertinence. I am conversing with my servant, and I require privacy. I don't okay. know if that's anything like what it sounds like. Uh, roll deception. Come on, deception. 24. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm holding Aja's tier, so I have disadvantage. Yep. That is correct. Oh, no. Holy shit. Also 24. Okay. (laughs) So so you you say that, and all of a sudden, um, you hear Fazer say, stop, stop. The pushing at the door stops. There's sort of a moment. There's a beat. And then, apologies. Uh, I thought there was cause for concern, but certainly you see all and, and know what must be done. Uh, we we shall away and leave you to it. Good. Be gone. And you hear footsteps walking away, padding down the hall, and then eventually you hear them at the top of the stairs, and then it fades. You don't hear anything else. All right. Close one, guys. Still good teamwork. Oh, that was a High close fives. one. Good performances, everyone. Uh, Ildov, a little, a little, I think, gruffer. Uh, you know, he had, he had sure. kind of a hidden pain in there that I don't think you captured quite right. Yes, uh, <laughs> perhaps I'm just a little too soft <laughs> to, to really capture the essence it's of Quailar. You always want to humanize these villains so much, you know, and it's just, it's a great instinct in terms of empathy and compassion, but, you know. It's just I see the other side, you know. Is no one going to congratulate me? For what? What did you do? I put the damn chairs in front of the door. Ah, oh, yes, oh, that, that was well done. Yes, yes. okay, great. Quite clever. It took me twenty minutes. Okay. Is, is no really? one is no one going to chairs. congratulate me? On. Uh, not fireballing the door. The alarm, you fool! Oh, oh, yes. oh, oh yes. 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 no, that was good. That was real good. That was clutch. <laughs> um, um, let's get rid of the chairs and the alarm, and then we should get those gloves, right? And I bet there's like. 
Oh, sorry. What? There's what? I bet there's acid in the laboratory or something we can dissolve his body with. Oh, that's very likely. No, uh, what I was saying, I, I feel like we should stay here and recover for a bit. Agreed. Oh, maybe we can get the gloves on the way out. Could we get the snake to eat him? <gasps> <laughs> so, the deal with the spell I cast on him is it's one command. So... He's following my order to lie still, but ah. I can't change up the command. I don't have, like, complete mind control over it. How long um, does that last? Uh, eight, hours. eight hours or until my concentration breaks. Mm. It's only been about five, ten minutes so mm -hmm. far. So in theory, we could fully rest up if we wanted to, but... You would uh, be five minutes short of a, of a long rest. Mm, I... A long rest... To actually rest, I think, would break your concentration. Oh, right. Mm. Oh, really? Okay. Well, it's going to be kind of hard to concentrate if you're, like... If you're sleeping. Like, sleeping. Yeah, yeah fair. Fair enough. Okay. All right, never scratch that. I mean, we could just kill it now. We should probably kill it now. Yes. Right. Uh, Should we go try to find the weak point on its head and... Yeah. Right okay. through the brain. Yeah, okay. So let's go inspect the snake. So you all... Walk back through. Before you do, Yarfik carefully closes the door again and just pushes the chairs back up against it, just to to make sure that mm -hmm. they don't have a you know a good head start if they try to push in again. You all walk back through. Smaller puddle of blood has sort of formed around Quayle. My alarm is still active. Are you Even asking me or telling me? It is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And uh, but yeah, so the small little puddle of blood is formed around Quayle, not as large as what was there before. Um, and you walk back into the room, and the snake is still laying straight across the floor, right in the center of his workshop, uh, just sort of like calmly breathing. The tongue flicks out of the mouth every now and then. Hmm. So this thing is, this spell is going to end as soon as we damage it, so we kind of want to one-shot it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Do beheading? we know? What do we think? Yeah, we could behead it. Beheading um, sounds good. What? Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, spitballing here, but, um... You know, there's all the, like, uh, anat anatomical drawings on the walls of snakes and everything. Uh, could those, would those help? Possibly. I Maybe, read I mean... medical files on snakes. I go and I cast read a lot. <laughs> okay, I just want to point out, I know this isn't going to sway Eowyn at all. It does have a human head. I figure it's probably weak in the same place as human heads are. I'd feel more comfortable reading. I, I mean, I, you know, I feel like that's probably true, but at the same time, I just, you know, I think making sure could hurt. I don't want to screw it up. Okay, I know that's a thing I do a lot, is screw stuff up, and I just don't want to... You're making an awful lot of sense right now, Yarfik. Are you feeling okay? No. <laughs> I feel different. Um... I think I lost a lot of blood when they took my hand. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, while you guys do that, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little bit of a rapport going with these boots. Sure. Okay. So uh, Cassian sits down, starts talking to his boots. Eowyn, you uh, take out some of the research that you uh, that you had stuffed into the bag of holding, mm -hmm. and you just sort of start speed reading through it. Not not reading deeply, but just looking for anything that might be specific to the situation you're in. So go ahead and roll roll me uh, intelligence with your proficiency. Intelligence with proficiency. So proficiency bonus is three, so eight, so 12. Yeah. Oh. Well, three and eight is not no, 12. No, 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 I had rolled a four. Okay, I'll roll again. <laughs> Five plus eight is 13. Okay. So as you're reading through, you find this one thing that, that just sort of jumps out at you. There's one sheaf of paper that's specifically about the joining of the two species. Ah. And it says that um, at the, the center of the joining 
is placed a, a small quartz crystal with uh, these like copper inlaid runes on it, um, which you all realize like you had found a bunch of crystals when you had come into this room initially. Mm-hmm. Th- that's probably what those were for. But according to what you're seeing on here, that's sort of the key to the joining of these two different specially, uh, specially species uh, <laughs> body parts together. Is. Um, so if you sort of aim for that thing, that may disrupt the magic entirely that's keeping them together. Um, mm. And that would probably be more effective necessarily than just trying to, like, bash it in the brain. Right. I relay that information to the rest of the party. Uh, can I look at the snake and try to see where the joining is, where the crystal is? Uh, yeah, so you can't see the crystal because it's inside. Ah. But uh, it does say that it's it's at the exact center of where the join is. So the join would be the where the reptile part right. stops and the human part starts. Okay, so if we aim exactly for where, if we go for a chop probably, exactly yeah. for where snake meets human. That would be the most critical hit. Alright, uh, Yarfik, do you want to do the honors? Uh, sure, sure, I'll do it. So Yarfik takes out his yeah. hand axe, and, um, and I'm gonna say, you are just the you are the champ at killing defenseless prisoners. Uh, Quailar, first round with Quailar, we'll call that <laughs> You're fantastic. And Thank I'm giving you, him Cassian. an inspiration. Um, so he takes his hand axe, and he lines it up right over that part of the snake. Um, and because you have this this information, uh, I'm going to give him advantage on it. Well, it's an extra. What was that? I thought we just, it's an extra D8, right? Not a, well, yes, the, the D8 is there as well. Oh. The, well, advantage, the advantage is is separate. He's getting it because uh, Eowyn looked up the information to find exactly where it is ew, that you ew, would need ew, to. Sorry. Technically has advantage anyway because it's a prone, mm-hmm. technically restrained. Double advantage and an extra D8. Yes. Let's see if uh, this It just works. gets an extra D20. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's a 28. Uh, so uh, Yarfik raises his hand axe and swings down with all his might and just cleaves straight through. The axe head sticks into the floor underneath. And the tail of the snake gives just this one, like, spasmodic jerk. And then falls flat and the head sort of just rolls to the side a little bit with the tongue lolling out and the the blood is like darker than you would expect uh, sort of like a brackish blue um, but the creature is dispatched can I try to find the crystal in the okay. copper runes absolutely roll in roll investigation uh, 16. 16? Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to see. Yarfik really, like, right down the line cut it. His axe couldn't cut quartz, so it, it moved it out of the way a little bit. So it's sort of tucked into the the flesh of the, the tail portion, but you're able to reach in and pop it out. And it's this little, it's like the size of a, a large grape. Mm-hmm. Um, not terribly big, but it is uh, expertly carved and on every facing of it, there are six faces. It has a, a different copper inlaid rune, similar to that, <laughs> um, that uh, that looks like it was like carved into it, and then the copper was shaped and put into the carving, so it's still a smooth front on each side. Right. Mm. Uh, I have an idea. It's probably not going to work. Cassian. Does it involve a, a hand root? Yes. Stump, hand, now. <laughs> oh, oh, me? Okay. You don't, okay. Uh, I, uh, you don't think we should, like, flip for it? Ah, oh, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. 
between me, Yarfik and I. Yarfik and me. Uh, Look, Cassian, I, I'd be happy to take a bullet for you at this point, whatever a bullet is. But, um, but to be perfectly honest, you need your hand back more than I do. And this is a great way to make it up to. You've been meaning to make it up to Cassian, for. You, you've you've wanted Cassian's forgiveness for for accidentally getting your hands chopped off, so this would be a great way to make it up to him. Yes, no, absolutely. Does that make sense, Cassian? Yarfik, Does that work? It it makes sense to me, and Yarfik, that it it means a lot. I am done. I'm hereby done giving you shit for messing it up so so bad with Quayla. After, <laughs> after that one, I'm done. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say it, it, it didn't really feel quite like you were as done as you were. That saying. was the last. I'm I'm sorry. It just sort of slipped out. I'm gonna have to watch myself. But that's that was the last one. Okay. Well, I I look forward to shaking your hand. Uh, that's cute. Uh, okay. We um. All right. I pop my stupid little like twig bundle hand thing <laughs> off, and I I hold my stump out in the in my severed hand. We we don't know if it's going to work yet. Uh, I understand. But I'm willing to give it a shot. But before we do, I want to investigate this thing as thoroughly as possible, magically, uh, just to see if I can replicate it. So I just took my my awesome crafted hand off for nothing. No, not for nothing. I haven't put it on yet. I I just realized I might want... Maybe I could create another one from the quartz crystals in this room. Uh, No, it's fine. It it wasn't that great. It wasn't my best one. Okay, investigator, whatever. Um, so it would really be, uh, we'll go with your, uh, your intelligence thing from earlier, uh, because it's all all the information you need would be in his notes. Oh, 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 Um, so you, you read through it pretty thoroughly, and you're pretty sure that you, you're like 95% sure that you, you understand the process Mm -hmm. of cutting this gem and, and etching the runes and inlaying the copper. The only issue is that you've never done that before. Right. So those those individual skills are not things you have, but intellectually the process is clear to you. Mm-hmm. This okay. it seems like something that you would need the skills of a jeweler, but then you would also need the skills of a surgeon to implant it because that's the other part of this is you reading a little further in the notes now that you know what this this gem is for. You're going to have to open up Cassian's arm. <gasps> You're going to have to take the cap off of the hand and open the, the, the oh, wrist as well. it needs well. to be open flesh. And it needs to be essentially, like, between the bones. Uh, could this be something that I could use mage hand for? Uh, I mean, you could if you need just, like, sterility. Yeah, just for the sake of you not dirtying yourself. Ah, well, that's great. Do we think... If we Do we think we might be able to get one of Quaylar's assistants to... Oh, I mean, assuming... Are we gonna try to do this even though you don't have certain skills, or should we get mm. should we get one of Quaylar's assistants to do it? Well, Cassian, it's up to you. I'm, you know, I'm I'm pretty skilled with medicine, but I am mm-hmm. down a hand. Oh, that's true. But but if but if Ildov supplements it with Mage Hand, maybe. I mean, I guess she's pretty dexterous. I can at least you know, oversee. Give it a try. Okay. <laughs> Um, we prepared a room for surgery. Uh, <laughs> and I say, you, you're a true friend, Yarfuk. You're one of my one of my oldest friends at this point, and I I know old. that you can do this. And that's another bardic inspiration. Day. Okay, gotcha. So now he has two. Okay, well, um, Cassian, you sit there. So uh, he has you sit down so that you can lay your your arm out on one of the tables, so that you can all work on it and just sort of start 
gathering the things in the room that you would need. You go and, and get one of like the trays with surgical tools on it. You go and find uh, thread and a needle so that you can stitch him up afterwards. There's like a pile of clean rags in the corner so you can get those so you can clean everything up as things mm-hmm. go along. And also you have prestidigitation so you can, you can be doing that semi-constantly. Yarfik also goes looking around and he um, points to a, a vial that's on one of the shelves and uh, looks at Cassian and says, Cassian, does that look like the, the anesthetic that they gave you? Uh, that's a great question, does it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very similar bottle. It's, uh, it's also a blue, uh, blue liquid. So it looks a lot like it. I was going to give you the immovable rod to bite down on. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually um, a good idea. Yeah. To like just even just to put it above his arm and yeah. click it so he can't mm. move his arm. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It does look similar. Maybe we test a little, just a drop of it, and see if it numbs me or burns me. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. So he um, goes and grabs the bottle, puts it down. There's no syringe in the room. I remove a... No, it's a human, not a snake. I was going to remove a fang from the... It has snake teeth. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. we could go cut out a snake fang and... (laughs) And use it as a needle. Yeah, use it as a needle. You can do that. venom from it. Yes, let's go do that. Okay, so uh, roll survival. I'll roll survival. Because you are... A nat 20. Cultivating from a corpse? Great. So you you uh, you walk over to the snake head like the fawns. You just throw up <laughs> throw up two thumbs, you kick it from behind, and then the fangs just fly through the air and land in your hands. Um, now you're, this able, you're able to pop them out very easily, cast prestidigitation to clean them up and make sure there's no trace of venom in mm-hmm. them anymore. And Yarfix sort of eyes them and goes, um, yeah, it's worth a try. So um, he uh, says, uh, Ildov, can you, can you hold one of these? I can't do it myself. Oh, yeah, sure. So you hold one of the fangs. He takes the vial, pours just like a little drop into one end of it, and then takes the fang from you and uh, sticks it into Cassian's wrist. And Cassian, you feel that very similar sort of uh, numbness I'm glad that worked, because we did just inject a mystery substance into Cassian. <laughs> That's Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> uh, but you feel that very similar numbness from before sort of creeping into uh, into your arm. So how does it I feel? I mean, yeah, so I, I, it feels numb. I, I mean, it, it's just occurring to me now that poison could also totally have a numbing effect, but uh, it feels like anesthetic. I mean, honestly, Cassian, if you think about it, half of medicine is just like watered down poison. That's, That's so extremely true. comforting, Yafik. Thank you. <laughs> so, um. I immobilize we? the hand, uh, the wrist with the immovable rod. Let's uh, do it. Yeah, okay. Take it away. Okay. Um, Eowyn, you're sure you know exactly where it all needs to go? Because once, once I open everything up, I feel like there's probably a limited time. I, f- I feel pretty good about it, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm very confident. I'm yeah. 95% confident. I, I'll take those odds. All right. Can we just go over the plan one more time so we all know what we're doing? Right. right. I'm sitting very still and looking encouraging. Yes, that's all you need Good. to do, yes. Cassian. <laughs> uh, we chop off just the end of the wrist, uncap the hand, put the quartz 
at the bone of the wrist and put the hand on top. And I think that's it. And then we, do we need to sew it up? Or? It should do it on its own. Oh, great, perfect. Is there like a, an activation magic word, anything like that? I mean, is this a magical object? I believe the object does it all on its own. I don't think there's any magical word or anything. There, There's no magical word of activation. You do have to sew it up. Oh, you do have to sew it up. Oh, I have to and sew then it up. And then it'll merge the flesh, or does the does the naga have, like, stitches all around its neck? Um, the naga does not have any stitches that you can see. So it, it looks so like it should Presumably the flesh the will flesh. heal itself over time. You don't have to sew it up. You do have to sew it up. Oh. The flesh heals over time, oh. but it doesn't do it instantly. Oh, gotcha. All right, so does anyone have a... Well, we found thread and stuff. Oh, you said yeah. we found yeah. Yeah. You, have, you have surgical tools, rags, you have a needle and thread. Oh, great. Then yes, we just have to sew it up after. Perfect. And then okay. we're good. And then we give you your lollipop and you're good to go. <laughs> I got a lollipop? <laughs> Can I get a Batman? <laughs> no, you can't get a Batman. No. What's that? You've never, oh, you've never um, seen a vampire? A Batman? A oh, a Batman. Yeah, Sorry, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, okay, so I'm going to start by by undoing the stitches on your arm. Tell me if it hurts. I don't, I don't know how much of the anesthetic we gave you. All right. Uh, first up, he gets a 17 on his first medicine check to open your uh, your stump. So he undoes the stitches and sort of, you know, it's gross, but he peels the flesh back, or peels the skin back a little bit, and that's open now, and he exposes the, the bone. And then he goes... Do I feel any pain? Uh, you do. Uh, you actually roll constitution. An 11. You do not. Okay. So you're all good. I mean, it's still, like psychologically weird to be staring at your own wrist and watching someone sure. open it and not be able to feel it, but you don't feel any physical pain. So then Yarfik goes over to the uh, the hand and he asks Ildov to hold it with Mage Hand so okay. that he can work on getting that, that metal cap off and he's able to sort of... Um, Natural twenty. He's able to pop that that cap right off. <laughs> it's just a twist top. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it fizzes like a fresh diet coke. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's a little seal of carbonation. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but yeah, so he pops that that cap right off, uh, and then he, it's it's easy to see that there's just this like little the bone is sort of sticking out, and the the flesh was. Uh, the skin, rather, was sewn around it, so he undoes those. Oh, check to see if there's one of those little promo codes on the inside of it. <laughs> uh, oh, it's just, one of those... It's uh... a Snapple effect? <laughs> uh, something about how polar bears' skin is a different color than their fur? I don't know. Polar bear. That's, that's mm. what I was thinking. Uh, I've seen a dire bear, but not a polar right. bear. Mm. Anyway. Wait, are there not polar bears in TNT? I've mean, never been to a pole. Yeah, you've never sad. been to a pole. What do they put on their yeah. Coke bottles? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Let's double check we have the right hand. Okay, great. Yes, yes, you do. Yeah. It's easy. There's a right and a left. Yeah, so. but what I know that hand so anywhere. funny. If you had two left hands, one of them was Yarfix. <laughs> oh, that would be even worse than just having one hand. Yeah, with two left hands. Okay. No, me, the, me and this hand have, have had some times together. Okay. I recognize it. You don't need to hear about that. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm glad um, it's just my mage hand holding yes. it right now. So uh, Yarvik then takes the hand and and lays it on the on the the back of the hand on the table next to Cassian's arm. 
does prestidigitation sanitize? Yeah. Great. <laughs> Just want to make sure we're having a clean surgery Talking suite. Talking about music. Talking about <laughs> great music I've played. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Eowyn sanitizes everything, uses prestidigitation to wipe the sweat off of uh, Yarfik's <laughs> forehead. Um, and... Uh, Every so often, casting it again to just, like, clean the little bit of blood that's coming out of Cassian's arm. And uh, Yardfix says, okay, um, Ildov, I need you to take the the quartz crystal and Eowyn just, just if make sure it's, it's in the right orientation so that when we attach everything... Because what I want to do is have you take the crystal and then I'll take the hand... And you just hold the crystal in place, and I'll move the hand in over it. Okay. Great. Okay. Aye, aye. Okay. <laughs> so is this how the crystal should be? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, based on your reading, this yes. this is the way this you're doing exactly it. Exactly how we're supposed to do it. So, uh, Ildub, you cast Mage Hand, and you hold mm-hmm. the crystal in place, like just to you know, right even with where the the bones are. And Yarfik takes Cassian's hand and it just sort of slowly slides it in towards the arm. Um, eventually, you feel that little bit of resistance against the crystal and you let it slide until it sort of slots in to where the bone should be. The bone goes in um, and then the uh, the flesh meets. Hello. So um, Yarfik again looks at you and says, okay, um, I'll hold this here. Uh, but I can't sew oh, with right. only one yes. hand. All right, I guess I'll do it. So, so if you could roll me a dexterity check with proficiency <laughs> um, <laughs> and advantage. Okay. No. Uh, with proficiency and advantage, that you roll twice. So yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. It looks like a higher number. 16 on the die. 16. So that's a 19. And uh, it should be higher than that. Oh, 20. It? Not natural. Yeah. 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 Twenty nine um, natural. Your decks and your proficiency. Oh, yeah. 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 Do I feel it when the connection is made? Like, can <clears throat> I feel in my hands now? You don't feel anything. You don't feel anything yet. Well, in the wrist. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you carefully stitch it together. You know, you've you've been like minorly wounded before and stitch up your own oh, wounds. Yeah. So you you're aware of how to do it with like that curved needle and everything. She also makes all her own right. pillows. Yes, <laughs> out of flesh. You should see my embroidery. <laughs> uh, she knows her way around. Yeah, flaws, she and so. Shyak actually met in a in a quilting class. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so you stitch all the way around and then eventually get to a point where you have to like uh, take off the immovable rod and then move his, his arm so you can do the other side and you get it all stitched up, sort of you know, sever it and tie off the end and Cassian, your, your hand is back on your wrist, as of right now there's only, actually roll constitution uh, that is a 21 21. Um, so even through the anesthetic, you can you can move a little bit. You you focus and you try, and y- your your forefinger on your left hand just twitches a little bit. Um, yes. I walk out into the other room and I I stare at the ground, and then I look up, and I nod a bit. 
<laughs> and I say, the surgery was a success. <laughs> to no one in particular. <laughs> um, He's in and, recovery now. <laughs> yeah, and, and Cassian, you feel like it's it's going to take a little bit longer. You know, the the blood still has to flow mm-hmm. through everything, and and obviously, mm-hmm. like the the wound itself still needs to heal around all the stitch marks. But right. but it feels it 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 feels like you've got an old friend back. Mm-hmm. A little boy with a baseball can, cap in his hand looks up and is I like, I can feel. Well, I have my dad. Back. I can move my hand, <laughs> and I just, I, I just stand up and just wrap Yarfik in an embrace. I just, I just hug him as tight as I can. This is old. You don't have to do that. It's, it's my fault in the first place. I was just sitting there. Just, right. just shut up and go with it. I just, just accept it. You just, just uh, promise me that uh, next time you use that hand, you'll be thinking of me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's For like- you, Yarfik. I'll do it. Gross. <laughs> it's moments like this we get into medicine. Mm, yeah, this yeah. is why I became a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to making quilts. <laughs> we should open a business. You may well get to play piano yet, Cassie. <laughs> I never thought it was possible, Doc. You're a miracle. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Should I tiny hut and then we can... Rest up. Is there anything else we need to do? I guess let's get the body out of here in case anybody tries. Like, oh. we should probably barricade ourselves in the lab, right? Because that's the place least likely to be disturbed. That's true. Mm-hmm. So we bring Quayla's body into the lab and then... Yeah. Is yeah, there yeah. anything that's in there that we can use to uh, disintegrate or... Oh, yes. Is there an acid tub? You want a Breaking Bad? Yeah, can we Breaking Bad Quailer's body? <laughs> Do you think they would notice in the in the lobby if we just threw his body down into the Naga? For the other two <laughs> Nagas? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. You don't know. They probably would. Well, what if we chop it up first? <laughs> just chop it out to them. Raining body parts. <laughs> yeah. Can I read the, the feeding like schedule do, of the right? Naga? What do they eat? Can I read their feeding schedule? Uh, it, <laughs> there's nothing snacks. in there. Um, <laughs> there's nothing in there that that speaks to his schedule. Uh, from having just like looked down into the courtyard, you can see there are a lot of humanoid bones, but but not like full humanoid skeletons. It looks like they sort of feed them the leftovers. Right, so Perfect. I suppose so it wouldn't be... So, if we chop it up... If we chop up the body, we could throw it down to the naga and they would eat it. Let's do it. Totally. Right? It might be pretty noticeable, though. We don't know if they are fed from this window. We pr- They're probably uh, not fed from a broken window, typically. Probably. Um, roll, uh, roll... Well, Actually, you know what? You don't even need to roll for it. With your passive perception, Eowyn, mm-hmm. you'd see that the... Uh, the lion's share of bones in the courtyard are in front of that that door that comes off the lobby. Mm. So it looks like that's the most likely feeding. They're location. likely fed from from that door over there. How far away is that door? Um, so it's on the other side here. It's over here. Ah, uh, okay. Could I, if we chop up the body into small enough pieces, I could mage hand it. Into five pound chunks. <laughs> Ten pound chunks. Ten pound chunks, and you could just. Ten pound chunks. Carry them over. Carry it over there. Oh my god. Okay. What I'm, I'm done... loving how this episode just took a hard right turn from ER to Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. D&D really can do all genres. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, should we just uh, call for like the feeding cart, whatever, whatever they normally transport the giblets out to them in, like. We just make it, we just do it the way they normally do, right? 
Uh, I don't want to call anyone. I don't want to raise any more suspicion. Right. What if they recognize the body parts right. before they're eaten? Mm-hmm. Um, Can we disguise them? Somehow? Uh, so here's a thought. Um, uh, what if we just, like, quietly broke or opened one of these outer windows and we could just get out that way so we don't have to like go out through the front door. Oh yes. Well, are we leaving now or Well, we don't we don't have to leave now, but it sounds like we're trying to figure out how to dispose of the body now. Right. So that they don't find it, but what if we just don't don't what if we just don't don't What if we just don't dispose if we just of the body? Stay here with the with the body and We can do a long rest here with the body and then leave out the... I mean, if we're going to be here in the hut, we'll be safe. Right. Yeah, how well how well does that hut insulate us against corpse stink? Uh, against corpse stink? Not yeah, very well. Yeah. Oh, it'll seal in the freshness. <laughs> it'll see if he's oh. inside the the hut. Will I meant the other way oh, around. Then if yeah, we, we won't smell anything from the outside. Okay. No, the it, well, it, okay. It's a four stone. Yes. But uh, Yes. Okay, I don't know. I, I mean, look, I... it just it sounds to me like we're talking about hutting up and hiding in here. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And and hiding the body in case they find it. But if they come up here and we're all here inside the hut, that's still a problem. So why are we making more work for ourselves? Mm, mm. I suppose. I was more concerned, honestly, about the, the rotting body smell. Uh, I don't think they're going to come in the lab without permission. I just don't love hanging out with corpses. It's not the greatest. They're not good conversationalists. That's true. That's not. You Although can I can talk to them. To them. <laughs> yes, that's right. Mm-mm. So why don't we either move Quela and Vinaga into a corner of the room excluded from my tiny hut, or we move both Vinaga and Quela out of this room we could keep them. I believe that there's a configuration where we could stack the bodies in a corner, and I would be able to exclude it from the tiny hut, and we could sleep without being disturbed by the funk is of there, rotting bodies. Is there anything in the room that we can use to like cover them up? You could. You could make a quilt pretty quickly. Yeah, oh, you could, you could make a quilt together. Uh, there are there are curtains. Yeah. Um, there the the den room had uh, mm-hmm. like big uh, red. Uh, I think they were like silk curtains, mm. um, so you could go grab those down and use those to cover up the bodies. You could put the mirror. Okay. You could put one over the mirror or put the mirror on top of them. Just make a big corpse mirror pile and yeah. cover all that stuff. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Right. Cool. Just to you know. Walk, walk, walk. But, but not to where the not to where the mirror will see them if it turns on. Right. Mirror is still facing the. The mirror is still wall. facing yeah. the wall. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. So we, we drag the bodies over. So you uh, take 10 minutes, drag the body of the snake, and sort of like, you know, it's still got like a 25-foot length to it, so you like coil it up in the corner. Drag. <laughs> We're kind of just like <laughs> shoving it up against the just... Yeah. Yeah, shove it up against the corner, drag Quailar's body over. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Ildov probably goes and gets the curtains mm-hmm. because she knows her way around fabric. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> she comes back with two curtains. You throw one over the mirror. You throw the other one over the bodies. First, I embroider a heart with the word Shyok into one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't take very long at all. No, no, that's a quick one. It's a lot of straight lines. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So you do all that stuff, and and the bodies are covered. The mirror is covered. You feel safe okay. for the moment. I feel the need to bring this one last thing up. Before we get to resting, 
while we still kind of have our momentum, do we want to chop up another one of these Nagas to get a crystal for Yarfik? Oh. Because uh, there's two more out there. Do we want uh, I mean, to like, be wait? rested first? Yeah. I mean, I I want my hand back. Um, probably not as much as you did, but, but still a lot. But I don't want it back as a result of his research. I... Oh. I, I, okay. I'll, okay. I'll, well, I'll wait until I can find a cleric who can cast regenerate. Right. Yafik, yes, you wouldn't want it back okay. due to death magic. No. Okay. Is that what this is? Do I have a necro hand now? I thought this was transmutation. I, is it necromancy? Uh, I mean, a... there's some necromancy involved uh. because it is reanimating dead tissue. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, but it, but it's not like, you know, your hand isn't like the hand from Idle Hands or anything right now. Okay. Mm. <laughs> right now, you said? Right now. Well, yeah, it's not back to full hand. You don't know what it's going to oh, be. Oh, okay, right. Oh, it, I haven't seen Idle Hands. Is that a hand that just does whatever it wants? Yeah, it's a, a Devin like a Sawa movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Jessica yeah. Alba. Uh-oh. Okay. Yes, even if... Right, we would have to do that when we wake up anyway because we... We're, we're a bit depleted, so I wouldn't want yeah. to start another Fair fight. Enough. Fair enough. All right, let's, uh, let's rest up then. Hut, hut, hut! So you say, <laughs> hut, hut, hut. You cast Liamon's tiny hut, and that force dome bubble just sort of grows and extends to, like, the, the edges of the room, but uh, excluding. artfully excluding the mirror and the, the corpse pile. Um, so you are all safe within this area now. Uh, and you can you can rest. You can attune to items that you have picked up. What are y'all doing? Uh, are we taking a full rest or a short rest? I mean, the hut lasts for eight hours. You can dispel it earlier if you want, but you've got eight hours. How long does attuning last? Take attuning takes either a sh- or like a short or a long rest. You just have to spend time with it. Okay, then I do a short rest to recuperate my spell slots and then attune to the primordial lash. Okay, cool. What is everyone else doing? Yarfik is just. So- a- rest. Um, I'll take a short rest. Get your spell slot back. Get my spell slot back, and okay. then just kind of meditate. Okay. I need a full rest, I think. Um, does that mean that I cannot also attune to the boots? You can. You can. You can, oh, You can okay. like, put the boot. You can sleep with the boots on. <gasps> oh, that's <laughs> <Okay>. fun. <laughs> <clears throat> Break them in a little bit, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do that and, and attune to the boots in that process. Um, Great. So, attune boots, so. Uh, um, so Cassian uh, lays down with the boots on to take a rest. Uh, Yarfik sits sort of like crisscross applesauce and in a uh, a very like meditative position, but in, uh, with with his stump on his leg, but with his hand on his holy symbol, and, and closes his eyes and just sort of like looks like he's in a deep meditative sleep. Uh, meanwhile, Eowyn, uh, you also you sit in what is normally your like trance position. Uh, but you're holding the primordial lash in front of you in both hands. So that's that 12-inch that, uh, long bullwhip handle uh, with the, uh, the that sort of like round <laughs> silver cross guard in your right hand, and you're just sort of focusing on it, uh, attuning to it, sort of feeling the ebb and flow mm-hmm. of arcane energy that, that passes through it. About a half hour or so of this, and your eyes just flash open. And there's this like sheen of orange energy that comes over you in this in this flash, like just like a quick flame. And then as soon as it was there, it's gone. And then your eyes go from orange to blue, 
and this sheen of blue energy passes over you, huh. uh, like like quick moving frost. And then as soon as it's there, it's gone. <laughs> and then you are you you feel like you're able to freely move, and you're holding the primordial lash in your hand, and all of a sudden you understand this object and the command words just they're in your mind now so you know how to summon it and how to change it to a fire lash and an ice lash at will (laughs) that is such a cool item it's over for you fools i say to any potential enemies in the future i'm very excited and sam i assume that uh when i wake up from my long rest i'm Floating a few inches off the ground like Sigourney Weaver and Ghostbusters. Yes, yes. Uh, you turn to your side. Uh, you look at the rest of the party and you say, "There is only Zool." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, you are. You're floating. You sort of like uh, you know stretch because you're waking up, and you pleasantly note that you can like stretch all ten fingers. Yes. Um, and uh, then it occurs to you that you're not touching the ground. Yes. My hand has given me the power of flight. <laughs> oh, it's the boots, right? Uh, <laughs> can I? All right. Do I know how to dispel it? From, from like, did I wake up with that knowledge? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a concentration spell essentially. Oh. You're just casting the spell on yourself, and you just sort of did it in the midst of attuning. Um, so wait. So does that mean that I can't also cast concentration spells while I'm using this? Uh, correct. Uh, okay. Okay, um, all right. I'll uh, click my heels together and come back to Earth. <laughs> Float gently back to the ground. There's no place like floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also gonna, I'm also gonna bust out my loot for a second now that I can move my hand again. And you know, I know I don't have a ton of dexterity, so I'm just gonna try out a couple of power chords. Sure, so like, sure. Dum. You play a, <laughs> you play a Blink One Eighty Two song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe just the intro to Smoke on the Water. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, roll performance. Oh, with anything? Any modifiers? Are you proficient in it? Oh, yeah, I meant like anything special because the hand is still a little awkward. But, no, um, no. No, do, please okay. do disadvantage. I want him to be bad at this just for the first time. <laughs> still feeling out his new hand, his new old hand. Oh, well, that's a natural 20. Oh. So. <laughs> I mean, unless I have disadvantage. You do not have disadvantage. It was a high DC, but with a natural 20. You yeah. It. yeah. We all start um, crying. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I became a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just bust out like a shredded loot solo. Yeah. just really, just, just mandolin and. Yeah, no, it's some real Ingwe Momstein stuff right mm. there. Uh, yeah. That was a very particular joke for probably one person in the audience. <laughs> uh, Cassie, you know, you're keeping your prosthetic for any sentimental reasons. Uh, this, this the guy. Uh, I hold up the twig bundle. Yeah, I don't know. You spent some good time with it. Nah, you take it, champ. Well, I don't want it. I was not not why I was asking. (laughs) (laughs) I said, no, it's okay. You hold on to that. You can use it as another brush. No, I don't don't need it. I'll I'll sign it for you. I I grab it and I just (laughs) sign my name on it and I hand it back. (laughs) Thanks. It's going to be worth a lot someday. No, I don't think so. (laughs) I was... Okay, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so you're all rested. You've attuned to the items that you are wearing. Yarfik actually didn't even think to attune to the armor oh, that geez. he was wearing, but oh, it, no. it happened just by oh, right, he was wearing it. Oh. In it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's attuned to that that now as well, mm-hmm. um, which is going to give him, if I remember correctly, 
Um, he's gonna choose. He's gonna choose slashing damage as the one that he has resistance to with it. So he has that, and uh, the hut dispels naturally because it's been eight hours. What you doing? We have. We don't have much more business here, right? No, unless we can figure out where to head next. You know, if we talk to um. Fa- Fazra. I know it's not Phasma. It is Phasma? It's Fazra. 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 Yeah, it's not Phasma. Fazra. Fazra. It's not Phasma. Captain Phasma. No, it's, it's <laughs> well, not I, that's why I didn't think it could possibly be that. But yeah, what if we what if we sort of pump her for information and see if we can't figure out like where to head to get the big bad? We're going to do the I mean, old just, pump and like probe? We, yeah, a little bit more pump and probe, guys, for old times. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those gloves on the way. Uh, yes. She already believes us. We are who we. we she already thinks we're Kronkanisma and, and Pacha and Pacha. And Pacha. Yeah. So, right. although, do we have Yarfik pretending to be a corpse or a prisoner or what was the deal with that? No, well, no, I was Pacha. We were all uh, uh, okay. cultists. Right. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. But uh, um, that, that's wait, which one am I again? You are Isma. Isma. Yes, yes you and right. yes, yes, Cassian no, were. Yeah, Cassian Yzma was Kronk, Kronk. Ildov was Isma, yes. and then Eowyn was Kuzco, and and Yarfik was Pacha. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't think we did figured out who was Pacha, who was Kuzco, but and yes. to me, okay. Eowyn is Kuzco, and okay. Yarfik is Pacha. Okay, <laughs> that seems just like body a type wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and attitude yes. to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yes, you're Isma. Okay, and we were up here to. Because we were on a top secret thing top that she mustn't thing. know about. We shouldn't so even like, be telling her this much. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the so we should figure out I mean, I think just some more background about how this whole operation down here works, whatever we can get without cluing her into the fact that we know nothing. And and also more specifically where the sort of heart of the operation is, you know, where um Elder Zone has his home base. Is there anything else I'm leaving out? Uh I'm not really sure. Uh, maybe if he has any like specific weaknesses. Oh yes. What does he look sure. like? Any? What are his likes? His dislikes? You know? Yeah. <laughs> What's his sign? Any insecurities? What's his allergies? <laughs> Dietary <laughs> restrictions? <laughs> any seating particularities? Requirements? Does he need a high chair or? <laughs> Does he have like a special? I will have the highest chair of them all. <laughs> Does he have a special license plate? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do it. Let's a pump, pump and some probe. Uh, Yarfik and Cassian, you throw your cultist robes over your your regular equipment. We could, as we're walking down that way, chop up, uh, have some chopped up quaila to give to the naga as well. <laughs> like that's what Yarfik yeah. and I could be doing, so we don't have to talk to her. <laughs> Oh, totally. there you go. We Wait, go. You'll be chopping while we're no, talking? We, no, we or? have pre-chopped quayla, and we could be mm-hmm. feeding the naga as you're talking to her. Just like ducks Bite in size. a yeah. I love it. Let's do that. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. And um, also, maybe we should check to see if there's any acid in the lab before we leave, or anything, any poisons or anything that could be useful like that, you know? Yeah, so Cusco we... could have poison? Cusco's poison? The poison intended for Cusco? Cusco's poison? <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> uh, you certainly can check for that. Let's if anyone check. wants to roll investigation. All right. Yeah, I'm going to investigate. 16. 12. Uh, non natural 20. Yarfik got a natural 20. Nice. Um, so looking around, there are there are a lot of chemicals. I mean, this is a, like a fully kitted out scientist's dream workshop for both biology and chemistry. 
And while there's not like a vat of acid, there are plenty of things that you could mix together to make a very caustic solution. Mm. Cool. We still have um, those snake fangs. We could put them onto like a weapon or something. Create a, <laughs> create a poison delivery mechanism. I was also thinking like acid bombs. You know, if we can fill up some glass bottles, some sealable glass bottles with something caustic, mm -hmm. you know, could be good to totally. have. How many of those could we make, Sam? Uh, with everything here. that's in there, uh, I'd say probably there there are five empty like globe glass uh, things um, that would be of the appropriate size and uh, like thickness of glass for you to use as a bomb. Um, so, and there are there are enough various chemicals that you know it might be like slightly different mixtures for each one, but they'd all be pretty much equally caustic. Cool. Let's do. Are you guys good with this? Sure. Five acid bombs. Five acid bombs. Yeah. I don't like it. Great. Okay. Great. So that is a uh, very careful chemistry oh. activity. Okay. To do, uh, Yarfik is like. Um, so I can point out all the chemicals I found and everything, but I don't think. I should be the one to do this. I can use mage hand. Because I'm naturally clumsy, and right. I only have one hand. Right. It would be dexterity. Yeah, well, if we use some... If I use... Uh, I don't know if this works, but how dexterous is my unseen servant? Could it mix up the chemicals for us? Um, so it is physically possible for Philip to do it. Uh, Philip has a dexterity bonus of zero. Mm -hmm. I could try it. It's a dexterity check. You, we each have plus one. Mm. Uh, Are there gloves, Sam, for handling the chemicals so that if we mess it up, we at least don't burn ourselves? Uh, there are not, like, big rubber gloves in here. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, Ildov does have the ability to do it without actually touching them. Yeah. I think that's the best choice. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that then. Okay. And she can use her dexterity for that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Great. Okay. Stand okay. a bit far away just in case anything spurts, bubbles, or pops. I don't want any spurts. Spurt bubble Spurt. pop. <laughs> Spurt bubble pop. Acid crispy. <laughs> uh, do I need to roll? Uh, yeah, so roll okay. a dex check with uh, with advantage because you have, like, Yarfix pointing out all of the right information to you. That's an eight. That's an eight. That is a nine, 17. <laughs> 917. <laughs> wow. I, how many sides does that die have? Let me see that die. <laughs> I just couldn't see the, the number. It's a 17. 17 with your uh, That's mods. With, what's that? Dex. That's with Dex, yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so you're going to have to roll for each one of these. Okay. So, for the first one, you pick up one vial and you pour about half of it in. Narfix says, okay, now, now the yellow one. You pick up the yellow one with Mage Hand and you pour it in, and you can see there's this like swirling that goes on as soon as the two liquids touch on the inside. And then quickly you you stopper it up, and it seems like whatever that reaction was continues a little bit and then dies down. It seems like it may require oxygen to mm -hmm. complete whatever it is that's going on. Okay. Um, so that's one down. That's one. So Yarfik takes it and uh, and moves it to the side and puts another another empty one like on the the hopper. Do I have advantage for all of these? Yeah. Well, she does it with that one, too. It's... That's a 19. Okay, so 19, second one oh. works. Yeah. What's the third one? 19. 19, okay, cool. Third one works. Natural 20! <laughs> fourth one Yee! works. The fourth one works great. The fourth one is just yeah. gorgeous. I'm really getting the hang of it. Oh, no! Wait, do I have advantage on yeah. this? Okay. You have advantage on each of them. That was a four. <laughs> 
Nineteen. Nice. Okay, Maybe. so nice. you have uh, five <laughs> acid bombs. Um, they're all. Uh, each one is like a slightly different shade of green mm. uh, because there's various chemicals used for all of them. But they're all in these globes about the size of like a Honeycrisp apple um, with a with a cork stopper. In Wait, the top. I think I'm imagining a Gala apple. Hold That's on. wrong. Yeah, no. Honeycrisp. <laughs> honeycrisp. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm there. Bigger. I'm there. A little more okay. plump. I've yeah. got it. <laughs> um, and uh, they're more expensive at the farmers market. That's right. 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 And uh, yeah, so you have five of these, and uh, all with their stoppers in them. Um, where are you are you gonna put them in the bag of holding, or I'm gonna keep at least one on me. I'm gonna like wrap it up in Should some kind of like cloth padding. We might as well, right? And then one in the bag of holding. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So each of you takes one. Uh, Cassian, you wrap yours in some cloth and you put it in your pack. I, um, I'll just put mine in the both of the two remaining in the bag of holding. That I, works. Yeah. Yarfik takes his and sort of like ties a um, a tight string around it and then hangs it from his belt. Um, the the like the top where the stopper goes in has a, a, a pretty secure lip on it, so that that holds it very well. Mm-hmm. Ilda, what are you doing with yours? Good question. You gonna cleavage it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that feels gonna... pretty on brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gonna tuck it right in there. <laughs> and you can just kind of like if you're using it, you can kind of just like like yeah exactly yeah, just like just, well, just pop it out. Out. Yeah. got something yeah. for you yeah. <laughs> move acid I'm gonna keep yes. I'm gonna keep mine on my bandolier with my daggers mm-hmm. and stuff too. okay cool so uh so you've all done that you throw your cultist robes on over everything uh to get back into uh your new groove and uh you <laughs> head out we heading out Yes. 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 Oh, uh, should we chop up the snake too? As long as we're chopping. Eh. We. I don't know if we can carry ten pound chunks of snake and ten pound chunks of quayla. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I'm wondering Quayla's about. Quayla's kind of a big dude. Fair enough. Foot. I guess it's not that suspicious if there's a dead naga in his lab since he experiments on them anyway. That's true. Presumably. Well, also, I mean, okay. no one's gonna find it until we're gone. That's true. So true. why are we true. worried about that? I just kind of like the idea that. That Fazra never realizes that we weren't secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, we could just leave the like Naga. We come back yeah, after defeating Elder Zone, and she's just like, man, can you believe the boss got beat? <laughs> Whoever Who thought? did that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so chop right, up let's roll. Quayla. How are you carrying the bits of him? That's right. Um, just sort of juggling. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we can keep each of the ten pound no. chunks in the air through a four way juggle. Sure, oh, yeah. Oh, we're like tossing. Yeah, we've back. got to keep. Te- how many different ten pound chunks That's are true. there? Yeah, we've really it's, got to. It's got to be. A I mean, he probably weighs a solid one eighty. So yeah, about eighteen. That's a lot. Yeah. Are there any carts up here? No. Or a bucket. Bucket. Oh, I could take a, a curtain bucket? and like fashion a bag real quick. <laughs> I'm loving this this long-established skill of yours is coming in so handy uh, yeah. right now. I mean, here's the thing, like, you have a disguise kit, and that's definitely going to include, like, needle and oh, thread. Oh, yeah, right. so. yeah, I, I guess so I forgot true. to mention the craftier parts of uh Like, you're not a straight-up tailor, myself. but you are no. competent. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Yeah. So you take a little bit more time, you fashion a, uh, like, a, a tote bag yeah. out of the Simple, curtains. Simple, easy. Uh, meanwhile, the, the rest of, uh, you know, the boys are, are chopping up Quaylar. Uh, Eowyn is there to use prestidigitation to like clean up the blood and everything and make sure they don't dirty their robes. Um, and then you fill these tote bags with 
with man chunks. Uh, yeah. Isn't that one of your exes? Man chunks? Man chunks? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either an ex or an alias. I can't remember. Sometimes they play together. Yeah, sometimes I date myself. It's. I thought that was a Hanna Barbera card. Man chunks? Man chunks? Man yeah. <laughs> Totes. Man chunks. All right. Uh, literally totes of man chunks. Literally totes of man chunks. We're toting man chunks. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's think of the lie first. Why are we down there? Why are we down there with chunks? Why are we no longer up there talking to Quelar? Quelar asked us to clean up a failed experiment. I don't. I'm not a good liar, so I don't know. I just thought we should do forethought. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I'm saying. I think. I think yes. Quelar asked us to dispose of this on our way out, and we're off on the next part of our secret mission that involves going to where Elder Zone is? I don't know. I, we gotta think of some roundabout way to get the information out of her. We could we could tell her that we're hunting for infiltrators. Mm. <laughs> right? Ooh. Like, we're the mole hunters. Like, we're hunting. We heard there's a mole so, in there. So we're trying to find ourselves. Yes. 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 I mean, in a sense, that's what I've been doing this whole time, but <laughs> trying to yes. find myself. Is that why we're all here? <laughs> what if, um... You know, what, it's not really about the destination, Cassie. Yeah, no, right. it's about the journey. <laughs> uh, what if we... What if we told her that Quelar is sending us to to go do some secret whatever with Elderzone, but then, like, play it real cagey and see if she's like, oh, does that mean you're going to the whatever? We to could try see if that, we, like, yes. draw it out of her? Yes. Oh, okay. We could try that, yeah. I, I guess I was worrying that it would seem weird that we don't know where he is, but if we're circumspect enough about it, yeah, we could probably get her to say, get her to spill the beans. If, if we're just like, oh, you know, like, have you ever have you ever seen the big man? you ever been? And she'll be like, true, no, yeah. I've never been to the place where the thing is. Right, we could try it. We could try or, it. Or if she has, she'll totally want to impress us because she thinks we're super mm-hmm. cool. So yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I pop on my Men in Black shades and we roll. <laughs> Give me a tote bag. There you go. Yes, tote, totes. So we're toting now. Totes. I grab the gloves. Okay. Uh, so you you pass as you're passing by, you uh, guys, open up on that a second. display case, um, yes. and it lifts very easily. Like I said, there are hinges oh. on one side. <laughs> you don't have to. Break it. I can't. I pantomime dropped, kicked it. Sure. <laughs> Uh, but there are there are hinges on one side, so you're able to just lift it up. There's no kind of alarm or anything. Uh, there's not even a latch. Um, and you lift it up, and uh, with with that off, you can see that uh, when you when and, you know you pick the gloves up, and initially when you had looked at them from from the outside of this thing, it looked like there were just like glove forms in them. There are actually hands in them. Oh. And knowing oh. that now, Whoa. and looking at these, and looking at all the others, you can see. Each of these sets of gloves is a pair of hands uh, that he's with chopped off with hands. gloves on them. They're ready to go. Oh my! All... So he doesn't put on gloves. He, he puts, puts on, on hands that have gloves on. Them. Ah! That's super creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's pretty good. Oh, gross. that's fantastic. Uh, so I kind of do like a <laughs> to try to get the, the hand out of the glove. Yeah, yeah you get we it pressed out. it as well. <laughs> it's not that complicated. And now you have these um, these gloves that are very they're very thin and sheer. Like they they almost look like like very transparent surgical gloves, but mm-hmm. they feel more substantial than that kind of rubber. And I give them to Cassian, right? That's who we thought. 
sleight of hand. They're the thieves' gloves, right? Yeah, they were the sleight they're, of they're hand. gloves of thievery. Thievery, mm. yes. Yeah. Let's see if I have that I have it somewhere. I don't know where it is. I'll give it to you. I mean, I'm not going to use them right now anyway because I don't want Fazer to recognize them. Yeah. So yeah, we'll stash them for now. I'm also going to stash Ajia's tear in the bag just to make sure that its truth radiation doesn't mess us up here. Sure. Sure. I don't know how it works. Um, I mean, it would give you disadvantage. If I was holding it? Uh, not just when you're holding it. it. It's it's on your person and you're attuned to it, so. But we're putting it in so, my bag right yes, now. Yes, no, so. if it's in the bag of holding, it's it's cut off. Right. Nice. Okay. Um, and I'm going to also, as we're walking down, are we are we good in this area now? I think we're set here. All right, so as we head down to the lobby area, I'm going to sort of quietly say to Ildov, can I just say, by the way, how lovely it is to have somebody in the party who's capable of telling a lie to save their life? I mean, it's just been, it's been fantastic being able to, to deceive with you. Uh, and I'm going to give her another inspiration. Oh, thank you. So you have a D8 that you can use any time in the next 10 minutes to add to any D20 roll. Okay. And you uh, all set out. Uh, is there a particular marching order? Cassian and Ilda think... first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two of us first. Yeah. And okay. Then... So Cassian and Ilda first, and then Pacha and Cusco are taking up the rear. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, as you uh, you go down, you pass by that uh, that open lab that you had gone into first, uh, where you had found that healing potion. Uh, you go. Uh, further past the next doorway where you had heard the sounds of cleaning earlier when you had passed by. And you can see there's, uh, that door is open, the, the lab is empty, there's a uh, there's a wheelbarrow in there. Let's grab this wheelbarrow and put the chunks in the barrow. So we don't, I feel like that's less suspicious to be chunking. From a barrel versus chunks a tote. In, Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, cool. it's fine, yeah, I did work really hard on those bags. You did, you did, you did, you did, you did. You absolutely did. I throw you the bags out. You can clean it out and you can still use it. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with them. You worked very hard, and you did great. And we're done with them now. So. We could have used them for something else. Uh, and then Awen looks out the window, firebolts them. <laughs> yes, you're right. There are many uses for a bag. <laughs> As I'm... <laughs> um, so you go in, grab the wheelbarrow. Awen, you'll have to manipulate the wheelbarrow, because it's a two-handed device, and Yarvik mm-hmm. just doesn't have the <laughs> Right. So, but you pour all the the chunks into the wheelbarrow, burn and destroy the bags forever. Right, never there's be no seen need again. to ever see them again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. And uh, back the wheelbarrow out of the room, and then start going down the hallway with it. Uh, you turn the corner. Yeah, this would be easier with bags as I'm walking with the wheelbarrow. <laughs> oh, would it be? Would it be easier with bags? <laughs> <laughs> and you make your way down, uh, and finally you get to the, the far corner, which you turn around, and you can see, uh, once again, those two guards, the pikemen at the doors, uh, and Fazra at her um, at her lectern. She might have recognized the curtains in the end anyway. <laughs> uh, as you go a little further, you, you also see uh, that the eye creature, Jerk, is standing next to her, and they are waiting. And she uh, sees you coming, slash hears you coming. The wheelbarrow has a little squeak in the wheel. And she turns and says, Oh, uh, Kronk, Yzma. <laughs> Hello. Lovely to see you again, Fazra. Uh, you two drunk, looking real bloodshot, buddy. Looking great. He just sort of cocks his head and looks at you. Says nothing. That's a compliment for an eyeball, right? Anyway, <laughs> Fazra says, "Um, 
I know this is probably above my pay grade, but do you all happen to know what was... I know you were up there. What mm-hmm. was going on As earlier? this is happening, we're okay. tossing the chunks. Yes, yes. Pasa, Pasa, we're uh, tossing chunks. Pacha and Kuzco have gone over <laughs> to the, the window, and they are just tossing chunks with reckless abandon. Mm-hmm. Listen, Fazer, we don't... I... I don't know what makes you think that you have the authority to even ask us that. <laughs> be nice about it. <laughs> I say I, I'm gonna be good cop, and I say, well, uh, easy, Isma. It's a. Uh, I think I think Fazer's proven that she's trustworthy, uh, that she's she's in the know. Well, uh, I just want to make sure we're on a, we're on a very important mission. Of course, we, that is true. That is true, and we can't stay for too long to chat. But what we can tell you is that. Uh, we were helping Quelar with a, a very novel experiment, uh, one that um, the big the, the big guy himself, uh, Mister <laughs> Mister Looky Lou, if you know who I'm talking about, uh, uh, personally instructed. Yes, it's it's unlike anything that's ever been done in that lab before. No, can I mean, can you tell me anything? No. Else? Okay, it's just kind of a tease, but that's fine. Well, what? Maybe she can. Isma, and, and I sort of pretend to kind of like take take you to the side for a second, and I just go like, "Apples and pineapples, apples and pineapples, apples and pineapples." Oh, I say, oh, you know what? Mm. <laughs> We're thinking, mm-hmm. Faza. Okay. Because you've been so helpful so far, maybe you can maybe you can help us a little bit with this. the The purpose of the experiment was to grant us enhanced insights, transfused with with you know, um, uh, ingredients and reagents culled from certain mm. ethereal and, and uh, infernal beings capable of sussing out lies and deception. You see, there's concern above that there may be A mole. traitors in the ranks. <laughs> oh. Yes, thank you, Isma. A mole. Oh, well. Or moles, possibly. Oh. There could be a veritable, you know... Hill of moles. Mm. A pack. What do they call them? I don't know. An avogadro? A t- uh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very, very, very esoteric math joke, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, let's go with that. So, what we're, what we're wondering if you've seen anything suspicious, particularly around the big man himself. Have you... You've been you've, to you've the been to over. the headquarters, I'm assuming. Um, well, I've I've never been inside, but I've I've been there when when Elder Zone addresses us all. I've been outside, yes. Directly outside, right in the at the. You know. Tell me, tell me where exactly you've been. It, it could be important. Well, I well yes, I've been in the the square outside. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right outside his sort of lair. Yes, yes, right outside his uh, headquarters, as you said. Mm-hmm. And never inside. No, no, I've never been inside. Few, few have. I mean, honestly, Quayla has. I don't know why you didn't ask him. Oh no, yes. Oh well, yeah. we did, but we're we're looking for everyone's impressions. Yes. Uh, you know, you never know who's going to be the person that spots the crucial detail. Right. Did you ever see anything suspicious? Anybody who seemed maybe like they were trying to get inside? You know, who shouldn't be? Um. No. Um, all, all that I've met and come across down here, we've all been devout followers mm. and believers. I Is there something I should be on the lookout for? Well, uh, I don't know. Yzma, what do you think? Just be vigilant. Mm. 
remember why we're all here. To think that... And ultimately... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to say, you know, really, these people are capable of incredible deception. I mean, that's why we need these enhanced senses in order to suss them out. So basically, I would say as a good rule of thumb, probably don't really trust, fully trust anyone except us. Hmm. Yes, I would say that too. Well, I I appreciate you confiding in me. That's, um, that means uh, to think that anyone would dare to try and break into the Grand Library. Anyone like that a little... <laughs> I know, it's a shocking Ugh. thought. Um, we do need to go investigate around. I mean, you've you've spent more time down here than us. We, we've been stationed mainly on, on the surface level. If you, Pazar, because we trust your judgment, if you were someone looking to break in, where do you think, like, where would we find somebody skulking about if they were... Well, um, I, I have uh, no aptitude for thievery or skullduggery of any kind. But, <laughs> to your credit, um, I, I mean, I imagine that someone, you know, if they were going to try and break in, they'd have to go there first and, what's the term, case the joint. Mm. So they'd probably head <laughs> over to the, you know, the eastern mesa. So you've got a better head for this. Than <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. Having been in that area before, we know. <laughs> Who did? Well, you and I know where that is because when we were walking, we went up top that tower and yeah. we yeah. scoped things out. So yeah. we know where the Grand Library is. Yeah. Or the yeah. Great Library. Or the, what is it? The, the Grand, Grand Library. Library. Yeah. I mean, I suppose I would probably try to go to the top of the Demon Spire. And mm. It's just that it's the highest point there, so you can get sort of the top-down view. Perhaps if you had the ability to fly or lower yourself down from the ceiling or turn... We just can't know what abilities these, these, these. enemies have. <laughs> no way of knowing, but... Invisible, were you going to say? Turn invisible? Uh, well, you know, I was about to say that, but then I thought, well, no, there are... Uh, much like Jeruk here, there are so many Nothics around that mm. anything invisible wouldn't be able to pass by. Mm -hmm. Of course, well, that's yes. just common sense. Well... I mean, these people are hiding in plain sight, so it's it's understood. Indeed, it's they could a, look a like any sort. one of us. I start, I'm like, I'm like, you're playing with fire. <laughs> but um, like we said, you know, wait for. Don't don't mention this to anybody. And um, if you have any suspicions, any nagging suspicions about any of your fellows, you know, next time we're around, definitely clue us in. For the moment. Um, Master Quelar is exhausted. We were up all night performing this experiment, um, so he probably won't want to be disturbed for at least the next several yeah. hours. Isn't your shift almost over? You've been posted here for a while. Yeah. Well, I left and came back. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> well, um, I think that's... I think that we need to be rolling, unless Yzma, was there anything else you thought Fazer could help? No, I think that's it for now. Just, like I said, be vigilant. We are greatly distressed at the thought of anyone sabotaging our plan. I say, Pasha, uh, Kuzco, uh, have you finished disposing of the research subjects? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> we just, I just nod. Great. Uh, Pasha so turns around and just gives a thumbs up. Yeah. With the correct hand. <laughs> the correct hand, yep. Right. All right, I think that, um, I think we'll be on our way. Did the snakes start eating the chunks as soon as we throw them in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. nice. <laughs> 
freaking nice. <laughs> and, and it is a, a bizarre sight to behold because they have human heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With these, like, strangely sort of distended mouths. And just to watch, like, a human head, like, eat a foot. Ew. It just, like, throws it back like uh, like a duck, almost. Mm. Like, they're not chewing it. Uh. They're just, like, throwing it back, and you can see it, the bulge sort of, like, moving down their body. Mm. It's real mm. hot. Yuck. <laughs> uh, Frickin' yuck, yuck, sick. Yuck. Okay. <laughs> I love right, that I that's the way out, that right? Quaylar gets disposed of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty so poetic. Weird, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we head out. Let's go to so you the Eastern Mesa. Finish up. You go to leave, and Father says, um, "I, I shall remain vigilant. Um, Mail, there's own rain. Can you ask her if there's anything we should check out on rain. the way? Any yeah, boner like, kings? Any like re- any restaurant? <laughs> any, like, <laughs> anything like really cool in the area that we just need to see while we're here? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, as as somewhat of an afterthought, as you're leaving, she'll say, "Oh, um, as you're as you're passing by the roost, say uh, say hello to Bakrash for me." Bakrash, okay. We'll be sure to do so. Which one is Bakrash again? The the blue dragonborn, the sculptor. Okay, I thought so. Of course, of course, yes. The what? You finished? You said after blue dragonborn? Sculptor. Sculptor. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Cusco's, Cusco's just a, a recent addition. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to getting. So you. All right, so we exit. Exit yes, the building leave. out into the the city proper. There are um, some other cultists on their way in with uh, another couple of prisoners on gurneys. Do you hold the door for them? Sure. No, we're big shots. Oh, oh no, no, no. You, you, you do. Yzma and I don't. I guess Cusco does. <laughs> Cusco and Pacha seem like they're... Well, actually, Pacha definitely would not. Uh, Yarfik will will yeah. not aid them in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. But if, if Cusco so chooses... Hold the door, sure. Um, and they go in. Um, and then you are... Do we see... Pa- do we see... Um... Fazra look at them extra suspiciously. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She is she is eyeing them up and down. She leans down to uh, Jarilk and Eowyn, Since your passive perception is yep. so high, you're the only one who who hears, and you can sort of like read her lips a little bit, mm-hmm. and you can see that that she says, "Give them an extra good once over." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you are left to your devices. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Changing the map, we're back to Canalot. (laughs) All right. That is the building you just left. I wonder what the tower is. That's probably the demon spire right Mm -hmm. there. That must be the grand library. That must be the grand library. Library. Grand library. I don't know why I said it like that. Okay, cool. So we can get a sort of look at it in passing as we head to the Demon Spire. Is that what we want to do? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. It'll take a. It's a long walk. Sure. The scale of that is I quite. Mean, I know we may, every we square is a right mile. Now. Right. So it's oh, about. Okay. Uh, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten miles or so. So we've got a while. Wow. Okay. Because we have to walk around right. and up onto the mesas. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Do we think the roost is that cluster of towers that's kind of between us and that? Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we actually want to stop there, but it couldn't hurt, I guess. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? On the road again! (laughs) (laughs) We're walking, we're walking. So you uh, you walk 
And uh, let's get perception checks from everybody. Active. Active, yes. Nat 20. 11. That's very active. Yes. Uh, 20 not natural. Okay. I still win. Yes, I Yarfik know. got a 21 <laughs> not natural. So oh, okay. he's still better than you. <laughs> okay, right. But he's not as good as a hat. Shit, Ilda, for rolling a not nat um, 20. What was yours, Cassian? Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm Cassian is staring at his hand. hand. Yeah. Just like <laughs> moving the fingers one by one. Yeah. Uh, Eowyn, like, as yeah. you... Uh, Yes, he's, he's making, uh, he's doing rock horns. He's doing the shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Every so often I accidentally trigger like a magical like symbol and pop off a little illusion yeah. or like yeah. puff of light or something. Got to make sure your pyrotechnics still work. Mm -hmm. So as you're, you're walking along, making your way northward up the path, uh, Eowyn, from far behind, you hear this like quiet but steadily growing louder din that is kind of indistinct at first. But as you continue to walk, it sounds like it's going louder and louder, and um, it causes you to turn around just to see what this is. And from far off, you see something that uh, at first, it's also very indistinct. It's just sort of this, like, blob. But as it grows closer and closer, you can see that it looks like two trolls that are like Whoa. running in step with each other down down the road they're still several miles away but they are running down the road and it looks like they're carrying something between them so they're they're one behind the other and they have something in between them but you can't tell what it is ah uh, i let the they're coming let, our way they are they're now. running along the main road so they will eventually either pass by you or you know whatever do we think they're coming for us i can't think what they'd be carrying if they were coming for us you know between them sounds like almost like they're transporting something and trolls typically buy into our disguises so yeah they're, if they're specifically coming for us ugh. as they get closer and closer that sort of indistinct din comes more into focus and it sounds like a rousing cheer hmm. from the trolls it's hard to say it's definitely coming from where where they are are they carrying something that's cheering doesn't make much sense Ildov, maybe you could use your mold earth to just trip them <laughs> since they're running what oh you know make a little like a sure little make a little okay to trip on just so we can stop yeah. them and kind of see what's up um so there's they're still a ways away they're still a ways away okay um, so i use mold earth to like create a. Uh... A five-foot yeah. patch of rough terrain. Of rough terrain, sure. yeah. Um, they don't wear shoes, so, you know, that could be uncomfortable. Yeah. So you create a five-foot patch in the road, and they're um, still running, like, loping, coming closer and closer. Have you guys sort of stopped at this point? I think we're sort of casually strolling, yeah. like, like, really not trying to get anywhere, but still acting like... Okay, we pulled to the side for police sirens. Sure. Um, there, are, uh, there are other cultists on the road, mm -hmm. um, all of them walking with, like, you know, great purpose, either mm -hmm. hauling loads, or they clearly are going somewhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, as that rousing cheer grows closer, many of them stop and turn mm -hmm. to look as well, so you're not out of place Do they look concerned at all? They look interested. Okay. They don't look worried, but they want to see mm -hmm. what it is that's going on. And as it as the trolls go grow closer and closer, you can see now that they have this like pole 
that they're they're carrying between them so they're about 10 feet apart from each other they've got this pole each of them are holding one end and it looks like there's a body hanging from the pole okay. you can't see who it is yet it's just because it's sort of like swinging and there there's you know one of the trolls is sort of like in front but they're about maybe they're at not even a half mile away from you at this point. And that cheer is growing louder. You can see other cultists along the road. As the trolls pass them, they, they let out like a rousing, like, yeah! Uh-oh. And they grow closer and closer and closer. And the uh, the rough terrain doesn't, doesn't trip them up. Um, but as they pass by you, you can see, you look at the body that's on the pole, and it's Sir Therifid, the leader of the Tempered Steel. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's where we'll end this episode. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com. And you can check out the other great podcasts from Pumanife at teampumanife.com. I don't normally do this part, so I'm just going to give you a quick and easy list. Subscribe to and review the show. It helps. Go to patreon.com slash IWBTCast to support the show. Go to dumpstattees.com to get yourself a sweet t-shirt and use the code IWPOD at checkout to get 10% off. Contribute to our wiki at IWBT.fandom.com. Come see us on Sunday, June 23rd at noon at Quarterstaff Games in Burlington for a live episode as part of the Long Game 2nd Edition. List over. The Improvised Weapons theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. And you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. Tune in next time as we come to you with a Meanwhile Adventure live from Quarterstaff Games. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>